Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is a pleasure to be with you this evening. Thanks for popping by. We are on day eight. For those of you that are new to this series, this is the 25 days of holiday inspiration with gifts to actually give you tools and tips to actually improve the quality of your life and the quality of others. And there are going to be little um, insights that you can use and techniques that you can start adding to your uh, mind tool boat belt almost immediately. Now, um, I know a lot of you are probably wondering, uh, what am I going to unwrap tonight? So I've got this gift. We're on day eight. What do you think is in this? If I shake it, what's in here? Can you can you comment below? First, give me a thumbs up, a like, a support. But comment below. What What's in here? What do you think is in this package? And then tag some of your friends, colleagues, and associates. And, of course, I want you to share it out to them and everyone you know here on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, YouTube, and, of course, Twitch. So let's get into opening this, shall we? Great. Christmas is coming every day for me here. I'll be uh, more than having my Sarah practice by the time Christmas comes. I'll be really good at opening presents. All right, what have I got here? This is really interesting. So I have, I like to get all the paper off. All right. I have a pair of kitchen shears, um, eight and a half, 21.5 centimeters, stainless steel blade and dishwasher safe. Hmm can be used for a variety of tasks such as snipping, fresh herbs, cutting twine or parchment, cutting meat, and of course, a lot more. So why did I gift myself a pair of scissors? No, I'm not going to be cutting wrapping paper. I have another pair for that, and I usually use a knife to do it nice and flat. I gave my pair of, myself a pair of scissors because a lot of people in life, what they do is they don't know when to cut it out. What do I mean by cut it out? Well, maybe you're doing something because you think it's great, but it's really not helping you or helping anyone else. So tonight, I'm encouraging you to cut it out. Now, this might be something that you really love, okay? But it's not helping your well-being. And so I'm talking about things more in relationships or um, maybe in goal setting. I mean, if you want to do something just for the hell of it, that's fine. That's your business. Of course, have fun. But I'm talking about, you know, are you ever in a conversation or are you ever with somebody and it seems like you're just going around this, I'm going to say merry-go-round like this or first wheel like this over and over and over again. And whatever you do, you can't get off. And you're probably desperately wondering, how the heck do you cut it out? Well, that's a great question. So, you know, a lot of times we're not cutting it out because we're intentionally being an enabler. Hmm. What's an enabler? All right. Well, it's just a word that means your person is basically edging on the situation. So you might have heard this with maybe your brother or your cousin or your family member or maybe even somebody in your uh, work or maybe your fraternity or sorority. When you're an enabler person's, let's say, doing something, and then you want them to stop it. And then all of a sudden, 
they're being like an instigator. So they're enabling. Now, also enabler is somebody who doesn't say anything. And because they don't say anything when you're doing something, that's an indication that they want you to continue. So if you're doing something that's bothering them, and let's just say that uh, you're not telling them to stop or you're not moving away. I'll give an example. Uh, maybe in um, in grammar school or high school, somebody's kicking your leg, right? And you want them to stop. And you're paying attention in class, but you don't do anything. You don't move your desk away from them. You don't tell them to stop. You don't even move your leg over to the right or to the left so you can get out of their way. You just keep staying there for more. It's kind of like being in a, um, a rink. And for whatever reason, you keep going back for more punches all the time. And, that, and that's the main thing. You keep going back for more punches. But why do you keep going back for more punches? Well, you're being an enabler because you're not getting out of the rink. And in life... If you're on that merry-go-round, okay, maybe you're uh, in this plethora of honey-do lists, and you just don't feel like you have time for yourself. This is something that a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of business people have a problem with. They want to be nice. Now, there's a difference, and in, in if you want to learn more about it, I did a video a while back about the difference between being nice and being polite. A lot of people want to be nice, and they're afraid of saying something that might hurt someone else's feelings. But it's okay if their feelings are hurt as long as they don't hurt someone else's feelings. That's a real crock. That's a poor way to live life. But, you know, so many people I know go through life, they have the scissors right near them and they can cut the cord. But they don't. They're in a relationship. And they're not happy with the way it's going. And they don't say anything about it. They don't cut the cord. They don't even say, hey, you know, you got to give me some space. No, they feel that they're better off to be miserable and in a relationship because their other friends aren't. That's a terrible, a terrible philosophy. So as you progress in life, you're going to have situations, some good, some bad. But it's not whether the situation is good or bad. It's how you respond to the situation. Are you an enabler in life? Are you someone that actually fuels the fire? Perfect example. So you got a fire, right? And you know that if the fire is starting to go down, you can use bellows, like, right, to, to make the fire go up a little bit, right? And you could also add wood to the fire. So a lot of times when somebody's an instigator, I'm like, you know, you're really, you're, you're, really, you're really throwing wood on the fire. Like, what do you mean? You're taking a situation that's dead and you're bringing it back to life. Now, why would somebody do that? I'll give you an example. They want to be the clown. They want attention on them. Now, it may not be the right kind of attention, but they still feel good that they're getting attention. So think about something in your life right now that you want to cut out. Maybe it's a relationship. Or maybe it's the fact that you don't have the ability to say no. Could be your spouse, your significant other, could be your friend, could be somebody at work. Now, saying no doesn't mean you're disrespectful. It just means that you're saying no for the greater good of yourself. You see, to be polite and be nice 
you don't need to sacrifice what's good for you. But so many people say, oh, if I say it the wrong way, he's going to be hurt or she's going to be hurt. And I don't want to do that and grow up. <laughs> Learn to cut cords. When you set boundaries with people, okay, they're going to first be like, huh, a boundary? And they're going to freak out. But when they start realizing it's just a boundary, it's not over. It's just a boundary. This is where I want you to stay. This is where I want myself to stay. And this is where we're going to stay. But if you keep enabling and let's say the person, you know, says they want to spend some time with you and you're not even sure you want to date the person as much as you think you're just kind of going out casually and the person's, you know, going out with you and then suddenly it's becoming more than just one night a week. It's two nights a week. And maybe you're okay with that. But now it's dragging into lunch during your workday where you have to go meet this person. And you really don't want to meet this person, but you feel if you say no, that it's going to be over. No, it's not. You say, hey, I know you want to spend time with me. I want to spend time with you too. At lunchtime, I usually go out with the guys or I go out with the ladies. And we really talk about stuff at the office. So I need my time to be alone. And so that's something that's key for me to have a good relationship with you. I need my alone time. Guys call it their man cave. Um, women call it, uh, oh, they call it their flower garden or whatever you want to call it. Uh, they have their way. And there's nothing wrong with it. When people actually are able to live life without people around them, that's a good thing. But if you keep falling into the trap of, Oh, well, just one more time, just one more time. Before you know it, you don't have any more time left in your life. And you're not doing anything you want to do. So if you're in a relationship right now, I'm going to ask you a question. Are you happy with the relationship? Maybe you say yes. But are you happy with every moment of the relationship? While the guys are going to say yes. Well, maybe that's what your, your mind is telling you. But I want to ask, or your heart's telling you, I want to ask you this. If you're really happy with that relationship, do you have freedom? Can you go do what you want? Can you go hang out with the guys if you want to? I bet you can't. And you're probably telling me, oh, I don't want to hang out with the guys. Baloney. You do. You're just putting this peg in your head that says, I don't need to hang around with the guys as long as I'm with this person. See. That's what happens. And so that person in your life is actually being an enabler to making you do things you don't want to do. Now, maybe you want to spend time with them, but maybe you're not at the point where you want to date three, four nights a week. Maybe you just want to hang out once or twice and you want your alone time. You don't want to be text every five minutes on your cell phone. Did you get home yet, honey? Are you there yet? Or have somebody talk to you five hours. I get it. I get the point of it. But those relationships are not healthy because you need to be able to sustain your life without that person. Now, you didn't know I was going to talk about relationships a lot tonight, but I am going there. Because if you can sustain yourself, remember, you're going to be your own best friend. But other things that you can cut in your life, maybe you're trying to lose weight. And maybe you're having problems cutting out food. 
well, maybe what you should do is cut out a habit because cutting out food is very hard. Why don't you cut out a habit? So a habit means that when you finished your plate, you're going to only take a half of whatever is served, or you're only going to have dessert on Friday and Saturday. That's your habit. Or maybe your habit is that every single day, I mean, I know I have this habit and it's great. One day I do a few exercises, uh, weightlifting for my upper body. The next day I do a lower body workout and then I take a day off and then I do the same thing over and over again. Now, a lot of people believe that you should do something that's very light. I'll give an example with weights. So a lot of people believe that you should start with the, with the lightest weight. Now, I'm not telling you to go lift 500 pounds or go lift 100 pounds right away. But a lot of people say, oh, gee, let's start very light and let's start out with a pound. Really? A pound? Come on. And I think what happens is you kind of put yourself into this cage. It's very similar to the line of the horse I've talked about many times. We wonder why that big line of that horse never is able to break from that little tiny stake. A major mammoth lion can't, can't break from the stake or, or, or a donkey or an elephant. Why? Because when that elephant or that lion was small, it was tied to the same stake and it conditioned their mind and they never tried again. If you don't cut things out in your life, you're going to be building stakes in your head to entrap you into a prison of not being able to achieve your reality. Now, that sounds pretty interesting, doesn't it? So by making a choice to think about what's going on in your life, let's say run, one thing you want to cut out right now, maybe uh, tomorrow. So tomorrow is actually uh, Thursday. And maybe one thing you want to cut out in your life is uh, I'm just going to pick something off the top of pop of my head. One thing you want to cut out is one behavior. And the behavior is that maybe you cut people off. So how do you cut out that behavior? Simple. You listen to what the other person's saying. And then you speak when they're done. Can you do that? They might say, John, oh, that's so complicated. All right. So I'm not saying you have to do it forever. Why don't you just do it for an hour or just do it for the next conversation or two? You know, before you do it, it's going to seem very hard. Then you're going to do it and then you're going to do it again. And before you know it, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to become a habit and it's going to stick. So if you have a pair of proverbial scissors, you can cut cords to things that are no longer energetically good for your body and everyone else. If you just stay somewhere and you're not helping, that's a problem. Let's say you're on a team and the team is doing a lousy job. And you're there and they're all arguing and you don't bother to interject your point or tell them to stop arguing. You're enabling them to continue because a lot of people just want to argue to hear themselves talk. So again, the scissors are just a proverbial uh, metaphor, but you really do need to cut things out of your life. Maybe you need to cut people out of your life. If people in your life are being negative to you, you go up and say, hey, Jim, hey, Bob, listen, um, 
I don't really appreciate that. So if you could not do that, I'd, I'd be so grateful. They might say Griffine, and then that's great. Now, if they do it again, hey, <laughs> um, remember I asked you yesterday if you could kind of knock that off because it's it kind of bothers me. Could you stop, please? Thank you so much. Now it comes over a third time. Hey, uh, Jim, um, maybe you don't remember, but I asked you the other day to stop doing that, and then I asked you very nicely again today. Could you knock it off? I mean, just quit it already. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Now, you can decide whether you want to do three, or you can say, look, I've asked you two times already, okay? I'm not going to ask you again. So you can decide if you want to cut it off at that point, and then when they say something, you can say, look, I don't have time for this. So if you can't respect me enough, I need to get idea. Or you don't have to do that. You can just say, hey, uh, that's great. I got to get going. And you could just start distancing yourself so you're not in their life anymore. So you can cut yourself from people if the energies are not great, right? You can cut yourself from different activities you're doing. You can cut yourself from emotions. Maybe you're being depressed. Something's not going right in your life. We've all had that happen. So how do you cut yourself from depression? Well, one good way is to focus on something good you can do. You can listen to music. You can meditate. You can uh, do exercises. Um, you can sing. You can do lots of things to really think about good things in your life. Be grateful for so many things. So that's one way you can get out of depression. You might have something to eat. I encourage you not to do too much of that because you'll be eating and that'll be kind of like a a crutch, but you can actually do different things to get out of depression. You can pray. Um, you can also take a moment to just be in silence. That's kind of like meditation, but it's just kind of just letting things be. So these are things you can do right now. So if you wanted to cut depression out of your life, what would you do? Well, what's making you depressed? I'm depressed because I don't have any money. Okay, I get it. So that's where you are right now. You want to have a lot of money. Great. So why don't you focus on what you would do with that money if you had that money? What would you buy? Where would you go? Who would you help? Focus on those things and make that a pattern every day. Cut out the negative connection. And we've said this before by Hebb's, uh, Hebb's Law neurons that are wired together, fire together. So if you start to do this, it will slowly rewire your brain. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to start to get the dopamine effect in your head. And you're going to get this charge by being able to do something. I know uh, lots of times when I do videos, whether it's um, you know motivational videos or I'm doing these, these casts, I get this charge in my head and body that's just so amazing. It's a natural high. And I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that you can change any attitude. You can cut anything out of your life that you want. So decide right now, maybe when this, this video is finished, this cast is finished, take a piece of paper. What is it that you like in your life? Put on one side of the paper. The other side of the paper, you can just draw a T. What do you like in your life? What don't you like in your life? And what do you want to change? Maybe... You want to get rid of the fact that people are always abusing or using you. That probably isn't happening. But if it is, why is it happening? How can you stop that so it doesn't happen? Well, it's happening because you feel that you need to be accepted. 
So you do whatever you can to make them like you. But in actual reality, you're being made to be a fool because they're taking advantage of you. You see how we're doing that? And you can do this with anything in life. It can be people. Uh, it can be situations. Um, it can be goals that you have. You can change your negative goals into positive goals. Maybe you have fear of public speaking. So what do we want to cut out? We want to cut out the fact that we're fearful of speaking in public. False evidence appearing real. Do you see how I'm doing that? So I gave you a very powerful tool tonight. It's a pair of scissors. So this pair of scissors you can use to cut out whatever is not working in your mind. Proverbially, that is not the real scissors. And so when you do that and you start to detach from these energies, you know what happens? They start to take a back seat in your life. Think of it like this. Think of it like you had this big 150-inch screen TV and you had the greatest program of your life playing on that screen. But maybe there's a scene that comes up that you don't like so much, right? But what can you do with that, about it? Maybe you can't get rid of it. But you know what you could do? You could imagine that the color of that picture has gone to black and white. You could also imagine on that big screen TV that the reception went all the way down to a little one-by-one one square. And when you do that, you're going to affect the level of emotion that's going to be on it. And when you take away the energy from it, the energy is going to go a different way. Remember, thoughts, remember what I'm going to say, thoughts, where thoughts go, energy flows. So you can make that choice right now. But a lot of people out there don't want to make the choice. It's not because they're bad people. It's because they get stuck on ego, E-G-O. You're here to improve your life, right? And other people are here to improve their life, and you're here to help them. But when your ego gets in the way, or you have to be accepted by people, then that might be something you need to get rid of. Do you need to be accepted by everyone? No. If you're happy living the life you're living, and you're not harming another person, you don't need to be accepted by someone else. That's different than being rude or being polite. If somebody doesn't like the way you do something, maybe somebody says to you, maybe you're a singer. And uh, maybe the person says to you, oh, you're, you're not a great singer. Well, um, I appreciate your opinion. I disagree. And I have many people that pay to hear me sing every week. So you see how you can turn that around? I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you enjoyed this gift that I got you tonight. And tomorrow is uh, December 9th. I'll have another great gift for you, uh, another inspiration. So remember, tag, share this out to everyone you know. And if this gave you a little bit of value tonight, go over to YouTube.com, type in my name, John Space, E-Space, M-O-R-L-E-Y, and then the word serial entrepreneur. Look for the phrase, help keep our content free. And below that, click on the link to PayPal and make the choice to buy myself and my team a cup of coffee, a glass of water. We'll be so happy and grateful that you did that because we'll actually invest that into new hardware, new technology and equipment, and even new facilities and staff to continue to bring you the most jaw-dropping motivational content. As always, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to be with you tonight. And one thing I want to share with you, these things that you're getting a bird's eye view on, you're getting 
a quick peek of what's going to be in my new book next year. This is just going to scratch the surface. This is only the tip of the iceberg, what I'm sharing here. My book is going to reveal a lot more. I hope you have a great rest of your night, and I'll see you tomorrow, Thursday evening. Take care.